So what do you do? You keep praying. And you keep modeling. You keep modeling and you keep praying because God does hear those prayers and he wants those people in their lives. Stories stir the soul. Stories reveal. And stories heal. In this podcast, we will give you an inside look at someone who's had a life-changing breakthrough. Real people, real stories with real breakthroughs. As a health and wellness expert and coach and Todd as a men's mentor, we've seen firsthand what God can do when it comes to a breakthrough. So lean in, listen well. This could be your biggest breakthrough. Hey, friends, welcome to this episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough. I'm your host, Wendy Pett. Yes, and hi, friends. I'm Todd Isburner, friends. <laughs> friends. Hey, friend, did you know that you we are a part of the Spark Media Network? And you can find this they're podcast. Friends. Friends yes, of ours. They're friends. They're friends of ours. And you can find this podcast on the Edify app, pray.com, KHCB Streaming, so many others. Yeah. They're all our friends. They're all our friends. You guys are really getting weird right now about the whole friends thing. What'd you just ask me? How many friends do I have? How many friends do you have? Hang on. Let me just check here. Uh, 327. (laughs) I used to have, I used to have almost 5,000 friends. I only have 327 now. How about you? Um, I'm closer to 5,000. Are you really? Yeah. A little show off. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you you know, all their names, all of them. Everything about it. <laughs> of course, we're talking about the friends on Facebook. Yeah. And we really want to talk about friends and what it means to be a friend. And what is, yes. what is a friend? What's the definition of a friend? What, first of all, what we want to really do today yeah. is to remind ourselves the value of friendship. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we take these things for granted, and especially if if you've been duped into thinking that your friends are really those people on Facebook, well, especially <laughs> with, for a surprise, <laughs> some of them are tied, but yeah, you know, the thing is, is that with social media, I think we have gotten away from the activities that real friendships actually do together. Yeah. So on today's episode, we want to talk about friends and how friendships can affect your life for good and for bad exactly. and how to get the most and give the most. How about that for an yeah. episode? So if you went to the dictionary, what would be the definition of a friend? You have it right in front of you because I printed it out for you. Well, why don't you just go ahead and tell me? Yeah. A person who has a strong liking for and trust in another. Yes. A favored companion. Yes. Now, let me just add something to that. Okay. Are you going to add to the definition? I am. Yeah. Because <laughs> they need to put in that, that it's a mutual relationship. Right. Because you wouldn't really have a friend if you like if you're just doing nothing but sucking from them the best you can get, and then you give nothing back. They may, it was it the person that's sucking off that friend may think that's, I got a great friend. That's not, but that's not, a, that's true. But see, that's not a real no, friend. No. It has to be a mutual relationship, not one-sided. Yes, there has to yes. be a give and a taking, yeah, not 100%. a taking, but a receiving. Yeah. <laughs> give so, and take. Let's, yeah. let's talk about, first of all, let's talk about friends that are good for us and friends that are not so good for us. Okay. Because everybody's experienced We're not going to be naming anyway. names, are we? I don't know. Depends. <laughs> Depends the mood I'm in. <laughs> all right. So yeah. let's talk first about friendships that are really good for us and and how we can be a good friend in return. Yeah. And also, like, why would you even tune into this right now? What's well, the point? Because I, like I mentioned earlier, if you were listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this, friendships. We listen. Friends listen. <laughs> this is an area we can take for granted. Yeah. Or take is. advantage of or not give enough to. And pretty soon. And we're all probably guilty of it. Somewhere I, or I know I am. This is. 
know you are. So I came up with the topic because I'm thinking, <laughs> man, what kind of a friend are you really to some of these people that, you know, are you giving back as much as you're getting? Yeah. So it caused me to think about the incredible value of friendships. And I know some people who have very few friends, right. they become very lonely. Yeah. They become very isolated when it comes to problem solving and they can't get things figured out. There's like, there's nobody to go to. So there's really so, something to be said about understanding the importance of friendships. Yeah. Being one and having. And so you basically decided to write this episode and for talk for, out of guilt. <laughs> Which is great. So this so, is brought to you by the yeah, guilt, guilt from Todd. <laughs> but I'm hoping we can all relate and, and no, maybe go a step further. Yeah. Starting today yeah. with your friendships. Number one, being extraordinarily grateful to God for the good friends that you have. Yes. And number two, be very discerning about what kind of a friend you are and what kind of friends you have that maybe you need to put some real thought into. Yeah. If you don't have a lot of friends in your life, then it's time to pray them in, honestly. Maybe you're fine with just a few, and that's okay. We don't need, no, you don't need all those 5,000 friends. friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but we do need solid people in our life, and we need to be that solid person in somebody else's life that will go, go to bat for one another. That's what it, a good friend will do. In prayer and, and serving one another and having fun and playing and, but also talking like serious truth and, and the hard, the hard stuff that nobody wants to hear, but a real friend will tell you in an, in an honest way and yeah. in a loving way, yeah. maybe it's not always a real loving way, but it's honest and, and it helps you rise up and become a better individual. I think there's a distinction to be made too, between being the friend of your spouse and then having out somebody outside yeah. your marriage yeah. as a friend. And I think both are extremely important. Oh, yes. The first and primary friendship, obviously, is with your spouse. Yes. You have to develop that. And it, honestly, I'm glad we're friends. Honestly. And if the friendship falters a little bit, yes. you can always repair it. You always, and always. I'm thinking about how true I really believe this to be. And that is that the best marriages are the ones who started out with two people who decided to be first. And then that friendship grew mm -hmm. and then they got married and then the friendship continues to grow. Now in a marriage, if the friendship stops growing, that's going to lead to major problems. Yeah. But why do you believe that a friendship stops growing? Is it because think you because take one other for granted? Absolutely. Take each other for granted, or you have certain expectations of that. So person. you become disappointed and then yeah. you just stop showing up in the way that you used All to true. show up. All true. So that's inside of the marriage, but outside the marriage, it's just as important to have really good friends. Yeah. And I think probably if you were to ask yourself, uh -huh. so who's my, yeah, who's my best friend? Oh, I know that. I, was, down. See, I, I just don't, I have a problem with it. What? Oh, because you're a dude well, look, if you saying got, best friend. You got maybe four, five, six really good friends. You'd say, well, who's your best friend? You would say, I know who you would no, say. No, I would say, I would say Jesus is my <laughs> best friend. You just don't want to say. But tell me about. Everyone me knows example. that Tracy is my best friend. All right. Everybody knows. But you guys I also are bestie have, buddies. We yes. are. We have so really other what, close friends and so does she. And what's the, what's the hallmark of identifying those as good friends? What makes it a good friendship? Honestly, Give some examples. Okay. So I believe that we can call each other up at any given time and we understand one another's language. We can laugh about things. We can 
and speak truth into one another's life and not yeah. on the defensive at all. We're like, oh yeah, because we respect one another. It's respect. Yeah. Yeah. And yet we have lots of fun. We're silly. We put our guard down and just act like little girls together and just <laughs> act a little spazzy for that. So it's a safe place, but it's also a place where, um, gosh, I don't know. There's just always, you will always pick up, even if you're not talking all the time where you left off. Yeah. yeah. So that's important. Yeah. yeah I just want to pick up on that for a second okay. because there are, I've got a couple of friends I'm thinking about Wayne, for example, I don't see him that often. I am because <laughs> you can maintain a friendship for a lifetime, Yes, even though you don't spend a lot of time together. Right. There's yeah. just something about that bonding experience that occurs. You just know that you, that you can pick up with your friend, whether it's been two or three years since you've oh, yeah. spoken. And you can pick up right where you left off last time. Totally. That's the mark of a true friendship, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And you could, you may have that friendship with your siblings and which is really great. I think of like your grandkids and and how they're just really good friends. Right. Yeah. I think think about my own siblings. Well, your own siblings. Exactly. We're good. I'm I'm friends with my sister and it's just every, everyone's different, but it's important to have that good friend and to be that good friend. And so what does that really mean? I know we just talked about it a little bit, but are you, and I guess I'm asking me and I'm asking you, are we showing up and being the best friend that we can be? Mm. How do you know if you aren't? Ask I your friend. You, ask your friend. Am <laughs> I being a friend? No, that's actually really good. Well, here, I'll give you, can I give you an example? Are you feeling? No, but I, so I've had a couple of really close friends. I've got a core of guys yes, that are really do. good friends. Two in particular stand out and. Uh, one of them, he and I are, again, we're just so close to talk about anything. We've been through a lot together. He's yeah, been through a lot. Years. I was there for him. I've been through a lot. He's been there for me. And we can pick up at any time and uh, just be able to share our guts with each other. Yeah. And I had that with another friend who really I would have considered as my best friend, but I don't think I was as good a friend to him as he was to me. Really? And I think it began to falter a little bit. <laughs> you're looking at me with a really well, don't go on YouTube and watch this because you can see expressions on her face that well, make I don't you wonder. believe that to be true. So but what I believe some to other be true, circumstance and that you know, there were other yeah. circumstances, but I think I could have done things a little differently to maintain uh, strength in that relationship yeah. in that friendship. And unfortunately, over a period of time, it fizzled. Yeah. And I've got some great memories, and I feel like I could go back and pick up where I left off, too. but. Yeah. If he doesn't want that, then there's nothing you can do about it. No, so but it's still, we, it's we, hard. Yeah, we can it's lose a friend. Lose a friend. We're not totally sure exactly why that is, Yeah, but you can feel the effect of it in your yeah. life. But sometimes it has nothing to do with you. Okay. I re- I'm just going to say, uh, sometimes it's the other person <laughs> too. I'm, and be, but and, you do have to evaluate and say, am I showing up in this friendship yeah. and being the best that I can be? And am I going the extra mile? Because I think sometimes we get just lazy. So how do you, let's give a couple of practical ideas. Okay. So how do you maintain good friendships? I mean, I, I mentioned Tracy, but of course I have my other core few, Julie and Terry, and just a few that I really am close with. And we make it very intentional to talk to one another on the phone or text back and forth at least once a week. And I think that's really important, but I noticed I, recently, for example, uh-huh. uh, because you guys are very honest with each other and your friend asked you, uh-huh. An opinion on something. Oh, and yes. A good friend tells the truth. And quasi friend says, Oh, no, that's great. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. If that's what you're you did, you, you spoke it like it is. 
correct. And your friend received that. Yes. And I've done, I've received it from her as well on some things. So that's important to have that. But um, I don't know. I think friendship is one of those, depends on the season too, because sometimes we're in more of a going the extra mile season. And sometimes Mm. we're the recipient Ah. of that friend that's going the extra mile. So I think that's where that, like you said, give and take comes into play, but it can't be tilted too far over, or then that's when things get kind of I would encourage us to do like right now, just do a little, little self-evaluation. Yeah. Analyze where are things with my friends. So yeah. maybe just even just jot down or mentally jot down. Here are the friends that I really yeah. and believe in my good friends. Yeah. And how you're showing up as a friendship yeah. with a friend. These are my go-to friends. Yeah. And then just begin to ask yourself the questions we're asking ourselves right here with you. And that is, am, am I giving the most to this friendship? Yeah. And what am I receiving from this friendship that I need to really appreciate. Do I need to stop right now and thank God for this person and that person and this friend because of what they've contributed into my life that I don't want to take for granted? And then the next step beyond that would be to send a text or a phone call or something, an email that expresses that friendship. It's amazing how those words of affirmation and gratitude will strengthen the bond of your friendship. So and, that's something very practical you can do today. No, that's true. And to actually evaluate the friendship to make sure it's a healthy friendship. Is it is it a codependent friendship? Because that's something that uh, you, I think gonna, it's important to evaluate yeah, that. We're right? going to get into Are that. you being codependent? Are they? Yeah. Or is it a narcissistic? Yeah. It's just important to, to see, is this a healthy relationship? Right. Yeah. We're going to talk about those friendships that aren't maybe so good for you. Had a few of those. But first... <laughs> Obviously, the Bible says a lot about oh, yes. friends and oh, friendships. Yes. So, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. That's Proverbs seventeen seventeen. Would you like to give the interpretation of that? No, you go ahead. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Well, how does it read again? A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. In other words, I'm, I'm looking at that. Oh, are you? Uh, yeah, because I haven't had time to really think about that. So if you've got a friend who loves at all times, they're really a friend, no matter what, my ups, my downs, my goods, my bads, they're, they don't put on expectations and that I don't have to perform for them. Right. You can just be you and they're going to love you anyway. Yeah. But what about this part of a brother's born for a time of adversity? At a time for trouble, they become more like a brother than even a friend. They become so close. Maybe the a adversity can be really a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can learn from it. Yeah. So Wendy and I are amateurs <laughs> at doing this right now. And we apologize. We're, we're amateurs? We're amateurs. amateurs. We're, we're being amateurs <laughs> in interpreting the Bible. We should have done our homework ahead of time. I just grabbed a few verses out of the scriptures that I thought are a pretty good fit in terms of talking about friends. Yeah. Proverbs 18.24, one who has unreliable friends. Never mind. That's not that's, the one I said. No. Oh, that's when you have bad friends. Yeah. So actually this, this would fit. One who has sharpens iron. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, Uh but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And I know you've heard that verse before and you're maybe thinking, oh, we're talking about Jesus. And yeah, and it probably is or could be, but I think you get the point of that, that there's something so so valuable about the friend who sticks with you no matter what. Thick and thin. Maybe you're going through some things where 
you really need to be confronted and your friend is willing to confront you, but also love you through it. And maybe the shoe's on the other foot and you're that friend that God is calling to be the confronter of a situation in your friend's life that you know is not good for them, but you're willing to risk it by courageously sharing out of love what your friend needs to hear and then helping them through the process. Yeah, I think that that's is a mark key. of true friendship. Helping them through the process. Yeah. I, I do. I think we all need someone that we can go to and share our deepest, toughest stuff. Obviously, yes, we have a friend in Jesus, but he is our confidant. He is our counselor. I get that. We all get that. But having that friendship that that you can verbally just talk things out with, I think it just, it, it helps our health. If you want to know the truth, it helps us. Well, we do want to know the truth, Wendy. Oh, so thank the you. truth is it will help your health. Yeah. Can I You'll be happier? Uh-huh, go. Uh, did I interrupt you? No, you go. Okay. So this is in Job 16. Mm-hmm. And Job says, my intercessor is my friend. And my eyes pour out tears to God on behalf of a man. He pleads with God as one pleads for a friend. Mm. Yeah. There's just something to be said about the distance a friend is willing to go. Yeah. And to pray it's, like that for a friend. There's no greater joy, honestly, because we have prayed for friends. Yeah. Time and time again. And, it's and we've really, seen God answer prayers. Oh, yeah. But it's an honor, really, to pray for friends. It is, it's true. Yeah. And it should be an honor for you to ask your friend to pray for you mm-hmm. rather than feel yeah, just gonna tell me shame this. around it or whatever. The yeah, situation you just got too much pride. Bother them. Yeah. yeah. I'm there. I, I, I sometimes <laughs> way too much, get too much pride. I do feel like I got to. So you're kind of to keeping your friends. You're keeping them from having the gift of praying. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, sad. that's not good. No, I'm being convicted right now. So good. All right. So All there's right. a way you can. Bob, happen. will you pray for me, please? <laughs> hey, what about the? What about Bob? Oh, what, about, <laughs> what about examples in scripture of solid friendships? Yeah, I'm thinking about Jonathan and David because I think that's mm-hmm. a classic one. That's a great friendship, man. Um, Jonathan was there for David in ways that most men would have never done because here's your dad, king of the nation who hates your best friend Mm -hmm. and is out to kill him, but you're going to stick with him closer than a brother. You are just not going to let him down. You're going to do everything you can to protect him. You're going to defend him. Was Jonathan rebellious or did he really? No, just kidding. Uh, (laughs) There's a great. Oh yeah. You don't want me to have him as a friend. Watch this. (laughs) It's in first Samuel where they tell the story about Jonathan, David, and this incredible friendship that they had. They made a covenant with each other. Mm. They would not only care for each other, but they would care for each other's families. families yeah. And later after Jonathan was killed in battle, David went, he made good on his promise. When he became king, he went out and he sought out Jonathan's kids, particularly one and mm. took him in. Wow. So friends, uh, you want to sort of see a friendship that's really modeled. Go read in first Samuel about David and Jonathan. Yeah. And good. Who good. others? Are there others that we can think of? No, there are. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man, what? You get, see, you're putting me on the spot. I wish we would have talked about this before, like Naomi and oh, and, and Ruth. Ruth. It's Interesting, true. beautiful friendship. Daughter-in-law, mother. Exactly. So it doesn't yeah, always have to be. It's good. They're related in the sense that you know, because of marriage, but they've become friends, and it's. it's a, why are you looking at me like that? I'm watching you. <laughs> 
you're groping right now. I'm groping. Here. And Here's that's the a friend for you. He'll Here's tell you like it is. I'll outline that I put together for us. <laughs> we can come back to that. See, the problem is I should have been involved with the outline. But the truth uh, is, um, we hope you're still sticking with us and listening. That's what we hope. Because if you're a you're friend, getting, you would be listening that's exactly and hanging out right. with us. Yes. No hey, matter what, through thick and thin. <laughs> speaking of which, I just want just realize that some of you have prayed for your children to have the right friends, right? Boy, Some of you yeah. gone through experiences where your kids you thought had the wrong friends and they were not a good influence. We're going to talk about what happens when you have friendships that are not good for you. But before we get there, I just want to point something out. When my daughters were little girls, I prayed right from the start. God, when they go to school, I'm asking you to bring them friends that are good, friends that are Christians, friends that know you. Yeah. And both my daughters had that and my one daughter in particular had a friend to this day, and they're both, they're solid Christian, godly women raising Christian kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, so cool. God answered that prayer. And maybe you've been in that same spot where you've prayed and maybe you've been frustrated because you've seen friends come into your children's lives, even adult children that just don't seem to be the right influence for them. Right. So but what do you do? You keep praying and you keep modeling. You keep modeling and you about. keep praying because God does hear those yeah. prayers and he wants those people in their lives. But yeah, yeah, having friendships that are bad for us or being a bad friend is one of those things. That's that, the other, that's side, of the other side of the coin. Yeah, it's, it's there. It's there. And I think I've been probably a bad friend and I've been, I've had bad friendships. And I think, man, I look back and I say, I, I think, who was that person? But that was pre, pre-JC in my life. I'm going to put that caveat out there. Pre, okay. Did you catch that? Pre-JC. Yeah. What? <laughs> Pre-Jesus Christ. <laughs> Before you had an intimate relationship as a born-again That is very true. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. I was a hell yeah. The consequence mm-hmm. of having the wrong friends has this rippling effect throughout your life. We had a guest on the podcast, uh, Matt Crea, oh, yeah. recently, and he talked about the impact of friends that he had in his life. And yeah, it's you fuel it, one another to keep doing the bad. Yes. Taking it yes. a oh, little man. edge further. Just keep up in the ante to your antics of, of evil. <laughs> I, I, I remember in high school, Trying to be a hot shot and Mr. Comedian in boy. high school. All right. <laughs> Probably recently too. But back then, I had some good friends and I had some friends that were not good for me and I was not good for them. And yeah. it's amazing how quickly you can get into trouble. Yes. When you are supported by people who are encouraging the wrong things. In life. Yeah. They're not really your friend, but in the moment, it feels well, like they're friend yeah, because birds of a feather flock together. Well, that's You've heard it. it. You've got this camaraderie. Yeah. And then you fuel each other to, to do things and to go beyond where you should because you're, because you're showing off and you're impressing and all that other yeah. junk that goes with it. So the question is, in your life, as you evaluate your friendships, are there any that might be a little bit suspect, mm-hmm. a couple that really are not benefiting you and, and you're, you're not, not benefiting, benefiting them? them. <laughs> because if that's the case, then what do you do? First, you have to have a little check with your own self. Like, why am I not benefiting them? Even if they aren't a good influence in your life, like why are they influencing you in a bad way as opposed to you influencing them in a good way? And again, I know that can get muddied because 
it, it is hard, like peer pressure and just we become the kind of five people we hang out with most. It's so yeah. true. And so if we're hanging out with people that are rebellious and just have their own flesh desires and they're just doing that and you kind of get caught up in the wave of it, then it's not going to be good for either one. So you've got a scripture? No, I oh. no. Uh-huh. later I do, I might, but no, I'm just, I'm thinking about again, okay. what do you do if you come to a place of saying, okay, that, that friendship is really not the right friendship to have. It's not God honoring it. We don't put Christ in the center of it. There are things I'm being influenced by that are not good for me or things. Well, yeah, it's I usually checking yourself others. first. Yeah. And then you understand that, oh, that's not a good friendship for me. So the, again, the question is, what do you do about it? You're going to have to cut ties and it's really hard. Yeah. Proverbs 22, 24 through 25 says, make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Think about that, a snare, get entangled yeah. and caught up in, and this says anger, but whatever, whatever it is, actions yeah. and thoughts and gossip and all the things that aren't healthy. But I asked you what to do about it. And you said, cut it off. Cut, you do. So that doesn't need to be a big, dramatic, you know, terrible, horrible no. public thing, no. but there's Just ways that you can begin to distance away. yourself. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, sometimes. So that is our challenge to each of us. Evaluate your friendships. For those friends of yours that you know are God-given gifts, do not take them for granted. No. And even today, Nurture. reach Nurture. out and thank that person yeah. for being your friend. I need to do that right now. Yeah, and actually. offer, not right now, wait till we finish here in just a couple of minutes and offer whatever you can that you know that your friend needs and appreciates from you. Yeah. Yeah. And again, making sure that there's healthy boundaries around there because you don't want to be such a giver that you're depleted in the friendship. It has yeah. to be that, that two-sided situation. But honestly, if you're not showing up, I think you need to ask yourself why and always being the one that receives, that's not healthy. And giving doesn't always mean things. It means prayer. It means a text. It means just letting them know that you're thinking of them. That's a big part of it. I mentioned that one of my best friends Mm -hmm. from years ago, who's still my best friend, I said earlier that we don't have best friends, but I'm not, and that's why I'm laughing. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So when he went through a very difficult time, the best thing I had to offer him was my ears Ooh, yes. to just listen and my heart to feel. Mm-hmm. And he would come over and sit on the deck and, and just talk things out. Yeah. And, I, and God gives us the grace to know what our friend needs. Yeah. Doesn't always mean you've got to have all the right answers and all of that. You just sometimes just need to be there. Just like shoulder being, to cry on. Yeah. yeah. Just being yeah. in their presence together. What was it that I heard? There were a couple of, of American Native Americans who were really good friends in their older age, and they would they would get together and sometimes sit for long periods of time without ever saying a word. Really. And then at the conclusion of their time together, they would say, "It was really great being with." You. Oh, that, that makes me cool? want to cry. That's actually really sweet. So, I can't yeah, imagine I, ever doing that though. Not let's why don't you and I you test it out? Let's, let's not love talk. that. <laughs> let's just stop talking for a while. <laughs> you would love that. Well, at least oh, for me. Good friend you are. Hey, <laughs> oil and perfume make the heart glad, and the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. 
So there'll be times you'll know that, oh boy, I know that God is speaking through me because I love my friend and I'm going to help encourage them in the right way. And then you know when it's happening with you as well. Because they're encouraging you. So first and foremost, we have to thank God. This is a gift that he's given to us. It's It's your little community. It's how he provides for you in a tangible way the love and support that you need. That's right. And And that you need to give. And I think it's so healthy when we have friends. And when we are going through life alone, it's just man is not made to be alone. And so sometimes there's just this false idea that we have all these friends Mm. and we really don't. We're just observing their life and what and saying, hey, yeah, amen or happy birthday or whatever it is. But are you really dialoguing with that person? Do you really know their deepest need? And are you being those listening ears for them? Because that's what it takes. Let's go back old school. Let's pick mm. up the phone and have a conversation. Um, do a FaceTime call. That's what we yeah. do. My yeah. girlfriend and I, we once a week, we'll do a FaceTime call the best we can. If we're traveling or whatnot, we do, we do it anyway. But, and if um, all those and people on also, Facebook really are your friends, just start DMing like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but also just meeting in person. Yeah. There's nothing better than like actually physically mm. <laughs> being with your friend. And I think it just goes a long way when you, when you take that time, Yeah, so and if I, you're important. And we know we're stating the obvious, yeah. but we're doing that to remind ourselves just how good we have it when we have friends yeah. and how much we want to give back in these reciprocal two-way friendships. So that's our encouragement for you today. Yeah. Thank you for being our friend. Yes. I wish we could sing that song. Friends are friends for Ooh, I don't. What All a kind right. of... Well, long is that right well, Michael, no, no Michael like W. Smith, that's friends. Cat. Friends are friends forever. I know, but you were way off with the tone. <laughs> that was like, yes, with the Catholic monk chant friend singing. It's <laughs> okay. hilarious. I'm okay. so glad you're my friend, Wendy. You I'm can so put up glad you're mine. Yes. And we appreciate your friendship yes, and you tuning do. in. And we hope you're encouraged. And yeah, reach out to your friend today. And uh, make it intentional and be action-oriented. So God bless you, and we'll catch you next time on Your Biggest Breakthrough. So glad you could join us today. And you'll find a new episode every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. And if you've been encouraged by listening or viewing, would you just take a moment and give us a five-star rating and a quick review? That'd be so awesome. Yeah, and also please share this with your friends and loved ones. If you have comments or questions, or if you're looking for an advertising opportunity, please get in touch with us at yourbiggestbreakthrough.com. Or if you'd like to optimize your health and wellness, you can work directly with Wendy. Go to wendypat.com. Or if you're a guy and you're interested in mentoring and coaching, go to toddisburner.com. We look forward to having you join us on our next episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough.